The Stone Zone with legendary Republican strategist and political icon and pundit Roger Stone. Stone has served as a senior campaign aide to three Republican presidents. He is a New York Times bestselling author and a longtime friend and advisor of President Donald Roger Trump. Stone. As an outspoken libertarian, Stone has appeared on thousands of broadcasts, spoken at countless venues, and lectured before the prestigious Oxford Political Union and the Cambridge Union Society. Due to his four-plus decades in the political and cultural arena, Stone has become a pop culture icon. And now, here's your host, Roger Stone. Welcome, I'm Roger Stone, and yes, we are back in the Stone Zone. In the aftermath of President Donald Trump's historic victory uh, in the Iowa caucuses, he's headed to New Hampshire. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, the latest witch hunt has begun. Uh, late last week, Mediaite, which is a left-wing media outlet, with no credibility whatsoever, published an audio in which they falsely claimed uh, that I had threatened two members of Congress uh, actually four years ago. Uh, a forensic analysis of that audio shows, using multiple technologies, that it is a fraud. Nonetheless, uh, the fake news media has now stampeded uh, the Capitol Hill police uh, and allegedly the FBI into investigating, even though the only thing to investigate is who created these fake audios. Here to help me break this down uh, is my good friend Troy Smith, editor-in-chief of Rare.us, who wrote an excellent column on this yesterday. And then later, Robert Bose, a former high-level Trump administration official, joins us to discuss the efforts to recall Speaker Voss, the rhino, who is the speaker in Wisconsin, a man who stands in the way uh, in a swing state that is crucial to Donald Trump, as well as giving us an update on what's going on with Fannie Willis uh, in Georgia. Right now, Troy Smith joins the Stone Zone. Roger, it's an honor to be back here after uh, we were, uh, you know, debunking the lies of the mainstream media yesterday with our column. I hope all of the listeners here went out and read our article at rare.us talking about the uh, the fake smear and 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 just grabbing information for this article, going out there and talking to people who are posting about this. Um, I think it's just an open and shut case when you look at the evidence that's presented and uh, you know, it's it's really a sad time in America, Roger, where we have all of these attacks coming against people like yourself who are politically involved and, and pose a threat to the established order for your work with President Trump. I think that's pretty obvious to everybody out there. So uh, uh, an honor to be back in the Stone Zone. Yeah, it's kind of amazing that as if on cue, all the usual suspects, media, I, uh, MSNBC, uh, Salon, Raw garbage. I mean, raw story. Uh, the Huffington Post. They all report, by the way, without any sourcing, that law enforcement is now investigating this matter. Uh, Eric Swalwell, a man who, without any question, was involved with communist Chinese intelligence, was having an affair with a red Chinese agent 
who penetrated his office with employees when he was a member of the House Intelligence Committee uh, and uh, privy to classified and top secret documents. He wants an investigation into me. I'd like to understand why he's still in Congress. By the way, no statute of limitations on treason. Uh, but let's look at, come at some of these hysterical headlines, if we could. I mean, this is, notice it doesn't say allegedly. Let's try another one. At least CNN says allegedly, although Zachary Cohn of CNN, I've got this audio, uh, says Stone was at the uh, Stop the Steal riot at the Capitol on January 6th. False. Stone worked to overturn the results of the election. Also false. These people don't even check for the facts. Washington Post reported that at least six individual sources said that I was never in any war room at the Willard, and I was uninvolved in the efforts to uh, convince the U.S. Senate to delay the certification uh, of the Electoral College. Did I talk about it? Yes, I think it's called the First Amendment. So uh, when you dug into this, uh, you look specifically at the audio that was posted uh, by uh, this woman, uh, Diana Falzone, uh, at, uh, at Mediai. What did you learn? Well, uh, Roger, uh, most importantly, we reached out to a gentleman that is, uh, you know, he has a history of being involved in kind of audio production. His name is Hitesh Asian, uh, and the last name is spelled C-E-O-N. And uh, he was he was very kind, uh, and he had made many public statements about this audio clip and how he had used AI detection software because immediately just as an audio engineer this guy heard the audio of you and said that's not right that doesn't sound like that's that sounds like it's made from a AI software so uh, we we reached out to him for comment and he produced this image for us AI voice uh, prediction on this thing is 92.63 percent so you guys can see right there I mean this this proves that the audio that was produced by Mediaite is almost undoubtedly AI uh, voice and, and we got this from Hitesh and I wanted to read a statement here that he provided to to rare we included this in our article um, and he said I have spent a lot of time on vocal recording vocal editing uh, melodyning tuning vocals and that has given me a pretty good ear for what sounds natural in terms of tonal flow inflections character and vocal qualities I do a lot of sound design and all kinds of audio processing, mixing, and engineering. So when I heard the recording of Roger Stone, there was something that immediately struck me as unnatural about the tonal flow, especially on the part that starts just after how brave the rest of them are on the recording. The background noise and the filtered slash low quality sound of the recording is very useful for masking any very obvious flaws in the AI generated voice. I decided to create a similar AI generated recording with Joe Biden's voice, where I put a similar noise behind it using a similarly rather dull frequency response and mono audio, like the quote recording of Roger Stone. Very easy to do and took me only around five minutes, demonstrating how easily a fake recording like this can be produced. I was looking into different AI solutions for detection of fake AI generated voices and then coincidentally the website AI voice detector contacted me on X and confirmed that their AI had concluded that there was a 92.6% chance that the Roger Stone recording was AI generated. AI audio has been developing very fast recently and I think that 
uh, it is really going to make recordings, uh, real recordings, not AI audio, irrelevant as evidence in a court of law. AI audio can already be used in quite convincing ways like this fake recording of Roger Stone. So, uh, Roger, just hearing that from an audio engineer, um, it kind of, it, st it started to kind of all shake out. And I think the most telling part doing this report is that we have now reports. So we had the initial reports that were picked up by many outlets, as you talked about, and you, you made a statement to the Daily Mail, which we republished. But then afterwards, now we have a whole nother series of articles where people are saying that the FBI and the Capitol Police are investigating you. And in those articles, including the, the old ones, none, none of these outlets have reached out to you for comment except for me and Rare. That's it. So I think if you're looking for a motive here or a reason to say, okay, this is a coordinated effort to try to attack you and your ability to influence things heading into the 2024 election, all you have to look at is the fact that you were not even reached out to for comment by any of these individuals uh, upon learning this information or trying to figure anything out. Yeah, for someone who's been uh, in the public arena for, you know, 45 years, Real journalists, if they're going to write anything whatsoever about you, call you for comment before going to print. Uh, notice that none of these media outlets have done so. Uh, the claim that the Capitol Hill police or the FBI's investigate this, that's according to them, and they have no on-the-record source. Although, frankly, any honest investigation is going to prove that these voice audios are fraudulent and that this is a political hit job. By the way, even if they were real, and I don't concede that they are, in fact, I insist they are not, uh, it's illegal to, uh, in the state of Florida, to record someone without their knowledge. Uh, so these, these outlets would, at a minimum, be in receipt of illegally obtained audios if they were even real. It's kind of conjecture uh, on my part. Uh, it is, uh, I think it has to do very much with the election. Uh, first of all, there's great bitterness about my pardon, even though uh, long after I was pardoned on Election Day, November 3rd of 2020, uh, only because a federal judge ordered it, the U.S. Department of Justice released the last remaining redacted section of Robert Mueller's report uh, in which he couldn't sugarcoat the fact that he had found no evidence whatsoever of Russian collusion on my part, no evidence that I had served as an intermediary between WikiLeaks and the Trump campaign. In fact, he couldn't find any other crime. That's why they fabricated these process crimes of lying to Congress. Uh, how do you lie to Congress about things that never happened? Uh, my family went through two years of hell uh, and now we have to un undergo, presumably, yet another investigation when I have done nothing wrong. By the way, folks can go to stonedefensefund.com, stonedefensefund.com. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to hire some lawyers. Uh, and in all honesty, I must at this juncture seriously think about bringing a lawsuit against mediaite.com. Now, the only uh, hesitation that I have, one, is the massive cost of suing them, uh, but secondarily, under current federal law, or I should say federal Supreme Court decisions, notably one called New York Times versus Sullivan, I'm a public figure. 
which sadly means that they're allowed to malign me this way and I may have no legal recourse. Uh, but if there's a viable lawsuit here, well, then I will move forward because, frankly, I've had it uh, with this nonsense. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, before we bring Robert Bose on, our guest today, who's going to talk to us about what's going on in Wisconsin, where there is a move afoot to recall the Rhino speaker, uh, and also give us a, an update on what's going on in Georgia regarding Fannie Wills. <clears throat> President Donald Trump in New Hampshire this week, I think the best possible result, first of all, he shattered all records. Uh, he tripled the previous high water mark. Senator Bob Dole, my old boss, once won the 1988 Republican caucuses in Iowa uh, by uh, 12 points. Trump uh, virtually tripled that for the largest margin in history. Uh, and uh, with both Ron DeSantis narrowly squeezing in second uh, and uh, Nikki Haley uh, coming in uh, uh, also a distant third, they both remain in the race. That means that going into New Hampshire, they continue to split the anti-Trump vote. Add to that a very strong performance by Vivek Ramaswamy last night uh, with President Trump in New Hampshire. And by the way, just to show you that Trump is a superman, he had to fly uh, from uh, Iowa to uh, New York for a court appearance and then on to New Hampshire. It's my understanding he must now fly back to New York before he returns yet again to New Hampshire. This demonstrates the entire purpose uh, of the New York-based civil lawsuits against him. Uh, this is an effort to drain his time uh, in his campaign coffers. Uh, I've never seen anybody with the stamina or the energy uh, of uh, Donald Trump. Uh, we are uh, required to remind you today uh, that we pay for this uh, broadcast uh, through the good auspices of our sponsor. Uh, that would be MyPillow.com. Now, late last week, uh, Mike Lindell was informed by Fox Television that they would no longer take his advertising. Uh, and uh, this is uh, significant considering he was probably Fox News' largest single commercial advertiser. So, folks, I ask you to go to MyPillow.com. Uh, when you do, use a promo code STONE. That's promo code STONE. And let me mention some of the great products there that we love. There are, because we are animal lovers, their MyPillow dog beds. This is my favorite product uh, available on the website. They also have the MyPillow pet blankets that are a nice companion. I like to crank the air conditioning down late at night, and I want my babies to remain warm. So you can check out the pet blankets, but whether it is the all-season moccasin slippers, uh, the revolutionary new MyPillow 2.0, uh, the waffle blankets, the throw blankets. There are many great, great products there. Mike Lindell really needs your support today. He is a patriot. Frankly, we could use your help as well. So please go by MyPillow.com. Uh, check it out. Uh, there's some great bargains there, some great specials. Uh, specifically on towels, 
uh, men's bath, men and women's bathrobes, and other great items. So please go to mypillow.com and use promo code Stone when you do. <clears throat> All right, let's uh, let's um, bring uh, Troy Smith, the editor in chief of Rare.us, back, uh, and now Robert Bose, uh, who was a high-level official uh, in the Trump administration. Uh, and is now an activist uh, helping uh, First American, uh, the First American movement in both Wisconsin, Georgia, and elsewhere. Uh, Robert Bose will join us. Hello, there Robert. Great to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you have more energy than any three men, Robert. I, I enjoy reading what you put up every day. Tell us what. Tell us uh, about Robin Boss. Tell us what's going on in Wisconsin. Well, thank you. So, from a big picture nationally, there are only several key Trump blockers out there around the country, and um, you know, slowly they've been retired. There's a few left. One of them is in Wisconsin. He's he's basically the shadow governor of Wisconsin because he's the uh, a long time serving. Uh, GOP Speaker of the Assembly. So he's, he's the Speaker of the House, and he and he there's a there's a Democrat governor there, so he he acts in a role kind of like Mitch McConnell does in the in in the Senate now, where he likes all the power to come through him, and he with with all that power, he's done some things two years ago, three years ago to to do some election investigation. He hired uh, Special Counsel Mike Gableman to do. A, uh, an investigation on the 2020 election, which yielded a tremendous number of, of significant fraud items. Uh, yeah, so when Gableman finished that report, Robin did, Robin Boss did nothing with it. He basically did not issue any subpoenas. He just wanted to have the appearance of doing something, but actually not doing something. But lo and behold, has come out recently in his own words where Robin Boss said, he will work as hard as he can to make sure Donald Trump is not the nominee in 2024. So here we have a, an anti-Trump rhino doing nothing about election integrity, while Wisconsin has some major flaws. Uh, we have had some wins in Wisconsin. The, the drop boxes that Robin Voss supported were determined to be illegal. They were illegal in 2020. They are illegal going forward. So that's a win for Wisconsin. So none of this you know, stuff the Dropbox stuff that happens around the country. So that's a win. But there are other major problems in Wisconsin. The, the largest of them is there are 3 million names, purported names on the voter rolls. So they have basically 7 million people on the voter rolls, but there are only 4 million people that are voting age population. And those are exactly the names that are what I call ghost voted, where someone will get a ballot and they know that some of those three million, you know, they know they're dead, illegal, moved, felons, you know, in, it, it, judged to be incompetent in nursing homes. Those names are ripe for exploitation. And there's a simple fix that we've been after and the election integrity movement's been after, the Trump campaign's been after. We want the voter rolls clean up and cleaned up in Wisconsin, but Robin Voss is blocking that. Uh, so he's, they in Wisconsin, they have this, Election Commission. It's sort of one of these. Uh, you, you know the type, Roger. You've been around <laughs> these these uh, 
you know, politically appointed election commissions with two Republicans, two Democrats, and they set the rules for the election. They're the ones that, you know, allowed these mobile vans. They allowed this democracy in the park thing to go on. They allowed Facebook, CTCL, to get unique, unfettered access to the voter rolls. No one else got that access. Basically, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg and Priscilla Chan, their Center for Tech and Civic Life entity, bribed five cities, liberal cities in Wisconsin, to get these, these FIDO keys, to get access so they could re overwrite, replicate, ghost vote, get unique, get out the vote information that no one else had. And Robin Voss let that happen. And so this effort now, we do not want these things to happen in 2024 elections. So we, you know, Robin Voss has done nothing. And, you know, he he's talked a big game for a, a year or two. But when it comes, push comes to shove, he's not doing anything. He's basically electing Democrats because he wants to stay in power. So we're done with it. He's out. He, he's got to be removed. Mm -hmm. So the first time we were able to, um, to set up a recall was one year into his term. This is the, the election of 2022. So we, we filed a re, uh, as a three folks, three uh, folks from the district uh, filed recall papers to start a petition campaign to to get him out. So right now, signatures are being gathered. There's a, a headquarters in in Union Grove, Wisconsin, by the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> and um, so there's, there's teams and volunteers out there gathering signatures right now to get uh, get those submitted by March 10th for a recall election May 21st of this year to take him out this year. And there's a tremendous number of reasons other than the election integrity. Um, he, he lied to the Senate. He lied about impeaching Megan Wolf. He's protecting this the, the election commission that's doing all this, uh, um, you know, nefarious activities. He's protecting them. So we want to take him out. And frankly, we'll free the legislature. The legislature is 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 operates by his tyranny, and they are scared to deal with him. So no no legislation gets through unless it goes through Robin Voss. So we want to restore the voice of the people at the local level. And this recall effort is underway to do just that. Robert, explain the significance of uh, Megan Wolf, uh, the state election board, and her impeachment. So the the election commission has put forth all these lawless activities, like the drop boxes, the where later the Supreme Court said, "Oh, that was unlawful." Uh, they write the election procedures manual. They determine whether whether uh, absentee ballots are or um, live ballots are flooded across the state. They determine whether dirty voter roll, you know, names inactives can be converted to active again to be ghost voted. They they set the rules about about uh, USBs and in the Badger book, e poll books, which are connected to the internet. Get you know, they should not be connected to the Internet. They set the, the rules. Wisconsin Election Commission has all the election power. Uh, most states have like a, you know, secretary of state. But in Wisconsin, it's the Wisconsin Election Commission run by Megan Wolf. So she, again, is um, kind of like one of these uh, power hungry, you know, weft queens. She loves the, the, you know, the national spotlight. Um, she doesn't really care about actually making sure the elections are safe. And uh, so. There was the, the, the Senate, the state Senate in Wisconsin uh, called for her to be terminated 
and she, and they did say she's terminated. She's now holding over. She's holding over past her expired term in in violation of what the Senate wanted. So the House of Representatives uh, in the state, the Assembly, but Bob and Boss, they were trying to push uh, some. There was a motion to impeach uh, Megan Wolf. But Robin was, you know, stonewalling on that. And he basically lied and said, oh, well, we can't do anything about that because we need 66 out of the 99 to get it done. That was a bald face lie. You don't need 66. You only need 50 of 99 to remove her. And getting Megan Wolf out will allow a, a, a clean election where people's votes are nullified. And Robin Boss is protecting Megan Wolf. So this is the this is a key point for us to to for, for every party every voter we want just one vote one one person one person one vote it was legal right so robin boss is blocking that and megan wolf is blocking that as well so uh, taking robin boss out of his office by may of this year will truncate his term uh doesn't doesn't matter what the they have they, wisconsin has this like redistricting dispute doesn't matter what's going on there that affects next year's uh uh you know, election. It, it will be for the 2025 term. And Robin Voss is trying to throw shade on that. It's like, well, with the recall, you know, we and the maps being redrawn, it might affect the recall. No, it doesn't affect them at all. They're totally separate. The recall is in this district now by the voters who put him there in 2022. They are the voters who are going to remove him May 21st. Uh, extraordinary. Uh, Robert uh, and uh, Troy stay right there. We're going to take another quick commercial break. Well, because we have to keep the lights on. Uh, folks, if you wonder how I've survived in a 45-year career in American politics, it's because I play by Stone's Rules. Stone's Rules uh, is a book I wrote uh, that is a reflection on everything I have learned in American politics. Now, uh, it has a foreword by Tucker Carlson, uh, and this book is, uh, it's not really a political book, meaning it doesn't matter whether your avocation is uh, high tech or, or, or politics or entertainment or retail or agriculture. These are the hard lessons that I have learned in a 45-year career in the arena. Uh, and as I say, it has a great foreword by my friend Tucker Carlson. Uh, if you want to get a signed copy of my book, Stone's Rules, you can go to stonesrulesbook.com, stonesrulesbook.com, uh, and it would be my high privilege to send you your personally autographed copy. Again, Stone's Rules, available today. I think that you will enjoy it. This is kind of light. It's not heavy like uh, Machiavelli's uh, The Prince or Sun Tzu's The Art of War, but it is a summary of all the important things I've learned about life, not just, uh, not just politics, not just public relations, not just news, not just media, not just how to dress as a gentleman or how to eat. Uh, it's really about everything I've learned in 45 years uh, in the arena. Let's put up that address one more time, stonesrulesbook.com, uh, to get your very own copy of Stone's Rules uh, with, uh, yes, uh, a, a great introduction by my good friend, Tucker Carlson. All right, 
we return to the Stone Zone. Uh, Troy Smith uh, of uh, Rare.us joins us as my co-host. Robert Bose, who served in the Trump White House, uh, is a, an America first uh, loyalist. Uh, I was uh, shocked last week to hear the news out of Georgia. Uh, and um, because uh, I love this video so much, uh, we're going to play a brief video about Fannie Wills uh, to kind of kick off this segment. Now, why you say is she a boat rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger. Now, why you say is she a boat rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. 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 Fanita thought always at the beauty salon with the baby Louis Vuitton on the hunter arm. She said, talk to Waka Flock, I could really do harm. For a case, I got a lot, I could blow up your spot like a bomb. But I'm looking for the one, have you seen her? She went and put my whole team under subpoena. Diva, Friday, Felicia, poor kids in charge of the Donald Trump. And you're the bullshit, indict Gucci Mane and chase it for some pain. She think it's all a game, but rap with no shame. She get up on TV, and you all know her name. If you're playing Fulton County, then you better get paid, you know why? Cause the DA corrupt, yo, from what I heard, fatty got a baby by Mondo. And Luma said she got a trap house in a condo. She don't care whatever said, long as she popped though. Now I say is she a boat rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger. Now I say is she a boat rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. 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 13 counts, 13 counts. She getting paid to pound to die for 13 counts. I know somebody paying thought to trust whoever he says. Another DA in the pop that handle all of his biz. You will see her at the courthouse, call her Fatty Willis. Charge another rapper because you know she out to get us. She even charged her president if you could pay the money. Election interference done, deal for the money. She walk around looking like trap pole with the money. She got a new week, got white pole with the money, money. If you ain't no punk, holla, we want D-Trump. We want D-Trump, yeah. It's something that you need to have. Because when we get revenge, we gonna kick some ass. 13 counts, 13 counts. Got paid for every count straight into bank accounts. Now I is saying she a boat rigger. But fatty only make my lead bigger. Now I is saying she a boat rigger. But fatty only make my lead bigger. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. 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 I love that. Every time I see it, it makes me laugh. Uh, and if you're not tapping your toes to that, by the way, that was made by uh, Rumble Rants uh, of the Millie Deem, Dilly Meme team, to whom I want to give full attribution. Uh, so my understanding of this, Robert, is we have learned uh, that Fannie Willis uh, gave $685,000 to an attorney named Nathan Wade, who was previously a personal injury attorney 
with no prosecutorial expense, uh, experience to prosecute, the, to prosecute uh, this uh, very complicated, uh, but I think fabricated case against Donald Trump uh, and uh, another of others, another a number of others. Uh, Robert, tell us what's going on there. And then, Troy, you had some updates in terms of the governor, the secretary of state, the attorney general, uh, and others. So huge shout out to Garrett Ziegler and the Marco Polo team for finding some other some other cases that uh, Fatty Willis and Nathan Wade are involved in. And when they found that Nathan Wade is going through his own divorce, they realized that there was a disclosure in that case that that he was getting paid by the the, the, the DA of, of uh, Fulton County. But when you when you peel that back, and, she, and he was basically trying to hide his income from his wife, so that catalyst that, that he's uh, hiding money from his wife in that case, and he's working for Fannie Willis, and we learned that it's it's a romantic relationship with with Fannie Willis. Then it gets even worse because the the, um, the Fulton County. It has to authorize these things. Whenever they spend money, the county uh, has to authorize. But Fannie Willis never went to the county to authorize the special prosecution. She she didn't want to do it because they would have looked into, well, who's this Nathan Wade guy? And aren't you having a romantic relationship with him? And they, they, they didn't want to say to Fulton County that they were misusing other money. So Fulton County did authorize some money. It was for to clear the COVID backlogs uh, that had built up. And this is why you got all these, these mostly men in Fulton County prison. They're just waiting there because Fannie Willis is working on the get Trump thing with the money that she was supposed to use to get these, you know, get these people the speedy justice in Fulton County jail. So they're, they're rotting away in jail while she's mis <laughs> misspending the authorized money. She doesn't go get authorized any money for a special prosecutor. And on top of that, Nathan Wade was never approved. It didn't take the oath to be the, the special prosecutor in this case. Again, they, could, they, they couldn't bring him into it because he was, she was having an affair with him and it wasn't authorized. Fulton County didn't spend this money. So this whole thing is a total mess, but, but there's apparently, uh, um, this is sort of, an, it's, it's an ethics problem, but it's also, the fact that it wasn't legitimately proved, set up to begin with and authorized. So th there, there's an argument to be made, and I think the Georgia Supreme Court would back it up, that this whole, the whole prosecution of all 19 needs to get tossed out. So this is, you can't make this up. And, and they're, they're the opposition, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, they're trying to cover this up. Even Politico is trying to cover this up right now. This is a ma massive scandal. Did I, this may be incorrect. I thought I read that... Uh that Fannie and Nathan had uh, taken some vacations uh, at taxpayer expense. Uh, am I accurate on that? So they they took a lot of trips together. Some Caribbean, they went to the White House. And she, she was up there. And and by the way, we learned just recently, there was a, um, even Politico is putting this out, that there was another, you know, a white guy who was, was the state's expert on RICO. He, he's being paid like 150 bucks an hour. But, but Fatty Willis is, is uh, her 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 man is being paid two hundred and fifty bucks an hour. 
So here she goes to the AME church to try, try to play the race card. It's basically, this has nothing to do with race. This is basically just, this is a, an unethical movement of money to Fannie Wills' boyfriend so they can travel the Caribbean together and, and give him an extra hundred bucks per hour. So yes, 680,000 so far. We don't know what else is in the, in the pipeline, but it's, it's none, of the, none of the money was authorized to begin with. So Fulton County has a problem with their own DA. They need to retire her and, and for, for the breach of ethics and because the, the special prosecution was not approved. Uh, Troy, you have uh, you had some information uh, on this issue. Well, and exactly like Robert's talking about. I mean, the 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 evidence here is pretty overwhelming, and yet we see media outlets kind of dismissing this, which is the most amazing part. And and she seems to be given some kind of like leg up or immunity in this kind of you know in this investigation just because it's Trump. And and you can assure yourself that to the media, that's exactly what this is about. But as far as the governor and and uh, Brian Kemp there in Georgia, he has. You know, previously stated that the the investigation by Fannie Willis has to it has to be allowed to play out. It has to be allowed to play out. But even he's saying that the ties and and the things with Nathan Wade now are, are deeply concerning. And we even had uh, Speaker John Burns of the uh, of, of the Georgia House there. He he came out and said that uh, the 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 they have a Georgia board that's like an oversight board, and he said that they will have the ultimate say in whether the Nathan Wade thing is 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 uh you know something that that's going to get this tossed out but at the end of the day there's no urgency like they're allowed to continue this case but as as robert pointed out the whole thing is built on some kind of weird relationship and on top of that roger we need we have something that we need to cover as well from the uh from the house judiciary uh committee because jim jordan sent this letter uh, to nathan wade requesting records on his relationship with Fannie Willis and 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 talking about you know the preferential treatment that he was given and the nature of this case. So this is not only uh, Georgia where we have kind of officials saying, "Well, we'll get to it." That seems to be kind of their tone. We have people from the House of Representatives even coming down and saying this needs to be talked about. This needs to be dealt with. So the media can kind of push this under the rug as much as they want to, but I don't think it's going away anytime soon. The evidence is just too overwhelming, um, and 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 the consequences of that evidence are, are really unbelievable, especially when we've spent the last, I don't know how many months hearing about this case every single day in the mainstream media and, and, and the glorification and the deification of Fannie Willis. Uh, Robert, a question for you. The underlying premise uh, of the charges against Donald Trump uh, are that he lost the election in Georgia, that he knew that he lost the election in Georgia, uh, and that he then conspired with others uh, to uh, to somehow see uh, an alternative slate of electors would have been, uh, in his uh, view, uh, in their view, uh, a fake a slate of electors. Uh, it, uh, is there not still ongoing litigation challenging uh, the uh, outcome of the Georgia election, and what is the status of that? Yes, there there there's uh, several civil complaints going on right now that allege election fraud in 2020 and and not, not now that we're in 2024 we're, we're not trying to undo the you know do uh, change the outcome from 2020 we're trying to make sure these things don't happen again in 2024 so yes yeah, some civil cases by by uh voter ga garland favorito against fulton county uh by carolyn jeffords against fulton county fulton county and those are um alleging you know ba ballot issues uh 
they're going to bring into in the, into the um, the cases the whole Ruby Freeman uh, mess with what she admitted to. She admitted to you know cutting the zip ties on already completed containers of ballots and and scanning them to get the number to go up for Biden. She was instructed to do that. She blew the whistle on it. She said the USBs, what they did with the memory cards, is going to blow your mind. So that's go that's going to be coming out. Um, so th that's those two things. However, there's a Judge Robert McBurney who's trying to stall it so that it doesn't come out, and and he's just kind of sitting on it. So we're trying to put pressure on him, him there. There's also two other big cases going on right right now. The uh, Curling v. Raffensperger case started last week. And it is where we had the judge's ruling, uh, Judge Amy Totenberg, uh, um, who said that she she believed it's mm -hmm. likely, very likely that Georgia's votes, voters had their votes suppressed by election uh, tampering or, or interference or hacks into the ballot marking devices. They're working on that. And there's a there's a there's a, a, a plaintiff in that one. We're trying to make sure that that is a comprehensive solution, not just a piecemeal solution on the ballot marking devices and the QR codes. So um, the Curling B. Raffensperger there, the Carolyn Jeffords, Garland Favorito, and there's also uh, cases at the state election board uh, brought by um, Kevin Moncla, David Rossi. I have one on there on the on the, the Ruby Freeman case. So those, those are all still going on at parallel to the to the criminal side and the criminal criminal case is going to have witnesses it's going to have evidence unless it's dismissed it's very likely that 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 the lawyers might get these things dismissed on the grounds we just talked about you know that it was not properly funded or authorized that the special prosecutor is involved in unethical things even it not only should should Fanny and Nathan Wade be taken out the whole case ought to be ought to be dismissed for lots of reasons and and when we get to the evidence the evidence is going to get this, these cases dismissed, and the president, President Trump, will be fully exonerated. We believe there were material vote uh, illegal votes that were injected into the system that resulted in uh, Donald Trump winning the state of Georgia, and and ever and even Dave, Senator David Perdue winning the state of Georgia in 2020. So it's uh, there's a lot going on. About two weeks ago, I saw some uh, shocking video uh, of uh, a raid, I believe it was by the FBI, uh, on the home of uh, Harrison Floyd, or a raid, I guess, while he was holding his two-year-old child. Uh, he's been on this program. Uh, I believe he's under some kind of gag order. Uh, can you tell us what that was about? Oh, wow. So, so... The, the, the Fed, it's basically a Fed operation. When, when Fannie Willis blew the whistle at the, at the Cobb County Police Station on January 4th of 2021, she, she had a moment of contrition. She knew something was wrong. And she, she said, you know, with, with her faith, she said, I've got to bring this out. So she goes to the Cobb County Police Station voluntarily. And guess who's on the phone? Harrison Floyd was on the phone when she starts spilling the beans. There's, there's another person, Trevian Cootie, was in there, and and a third person who wasn't indicted because he's Brian Kemp's spokesperson, Garrison Douglas. He wasn't indicted. He was sitting there. So Trevian Cootie, Harrison Floyd, and another pastor who tried to arrange this, Stephen Lee, were all indicted just for listening to a whistleblower, Ruby Freeman. So, But the FBI heard that same tape. They were in the station. 
four or five hours later, they, they hear it and they say, uh-oh, we got a problem. They go to Ruby Freeman's house and remove her from her house for two months. Basically tamp, in my opinion, that was FBI witness tampering of Ruby Freeman. Uh, Harrison Floyd just happened to be on the phone. So, so they knew, they, they knew Harrison was, was, you know, on the phone with him. So the FBI sent some of the Jack Smith goons to try to track him down and basically subpoena him and start to intimidate him. But this time they, they went to his apartment, they snuck up on him, did not identify themselves. He's carrying his daughter up the stairs. They tried to trip him, right? And, and he came back out and he's like, he was in their face saying, who the hell are you, right? Uh, not, not H-E double toothpicks though, but some other word. And, and then they came, they came back later because they thought their feelings were hurt. And the FBI sent the Montgomery County police to, to arrest Harrison Floyd. So they were, they're basically trying to, to smear him falsely uh, on this. And that's, that's the, the video that was leaked basically that, uh, that he was talking about, about being a, a, a accosted by the feds outside his house so they're just trying to discredit him he's a he's a vital witness in the case and um and and that will come out too there's there's lots of that's lots more evidence on that one uh really absolutely shocking uh let me take another quick commercial break here because we have to keep the lights on uh folks uh, uh i did a great interview with jamie got glasloff of the gasloff group the other day uh, regarding the uh, murder of President John F. Kennedy. Uh, if this is a piece of history that fascinates you, let me recommend to you my book, uh, The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ. Uh, this is a New York Times bestseller uh, in which I make uh, the case using eyewitness evidence, fingerprint evidence, uh, and uh, deep Texas politics to prove uh, that Lyndon Baines Johnson uh, was the head of a plot that included the Central Intelligence Agency, uh, the Secret Service, the FBI, organized crime, uh, and big Texas oil, uh, as well as certain financial interests uh, to murder John F. Kennedy uh, on the streets of Dallas on November 22nd, 1963. Now, uh, Oliver Stone told me uh, after he read my book, that he wished that he had read it prior to his making the film JFK, legendary uh, film by that uh, uh, legendary filmmaker. Uh, when I met Mel Gibson uh, in Nevada at the UFC fight a couple months ago, he told me it was the single best book he had read on the Kennedy assassination uh, because I bring all those threads together. You can get your copy of The Man Who Killed Kennedy the case against LBJ uh, by going to themanwhokilledkennedy.com, themanwhokilledkennedy.com, uh, and we sell only the paperback version. You do not want the uh, the hardcover version that's available at at uh, uh, Amazon or Barnes and Noble because I added three additional bombshell chapters uh, to the paperback edition. So um, this is a great gift for uh, someone who's interested in history or politics, or if this is a subject that has fascinated you, go to themanwhokilledkennedy.com, order your copy today. I would be privileged to personalize it and sign it for you. I ask you to check it out. All right, uh, we're turn it, returning now with uh, Troy Smith, 
the uh, editor-in-chief of Rare.us, uh, and Robert uh, Bose, who served with distinction uh, in the Trump uh, administration. Uh, I can't resist talking a little bit of politics here because, well, politics is in all of our blood. Robert, your, your reflections on Donald Trump's incredible victory uh, in Iowa. Wow, a, a massive win. Roger, you called it at the beginning. This was a, a historic win. And the, the, the thing I wanted to point out, you, you've been, been around all this, this development and, and the tremendous success of, of candidate Donald Trump, President Trump. If you go back to, um, you know, an analogy, a quick analogy is that in 2016, coming out of Iowa in second place was an ignition of the Trump campaign. He did not like, you know, being down three or four thousand votes from, uh, I think it was Ted Cruz, right? And he goes into New Hampshire, and that's where I got picked up. <laughs> so we, he just, he learns so much as he goes along, and always trying to be him better. And the analogy here is, he is so far, he's light years ahead of these other candidates. These, uh, these Keebler elves are just, they're just joking with themselves they have they cannot be in the same considered to be in the same arena as the as the tremendous uh achievements of of donald trump president trump is going to do the same type of uh, af after having done four years in in the last term the same exponential leap of executing for the american people is going to happen in starting in 2025 he he learns and applies and every time it's better than the next so the the way federal government is going to be administered, and it, it's he's way 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 ahead of where he was um, uh, four years ago. So you're going to see some amazing things with President Trump in 2025. Uh, Troy, uh, since you're a Floridian, a question for you. Uh, I, I was a little surprised on uh, uh, on primary night, or should say caucus night. I, I wasn't shocked that Ron DeSantis slipped in very narrowly ahead of Nikki Haley. Uh, but again, the gap between them and Trump is almost 30 points. It's extraordinary. Uh, and Ron DeSantis seemed to be declaring victory when he didn't win. I mean, the expectations here are very important. He said he would win. Win to me means getting more votes than any other candidate. Winning means coming in first. Uh, is, is Ron DeSantis delusional at this point? Uh, well, Roger, I can tell you right now that I, I looked at this and 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 I looked at the the parade of Vanderplatz and and Deese and all these people coming up to the stand and talking about oh that we showed Iowa tonight and we you know and you're looking at the results and they're thirty points down and you're you're saying to yourself these people have mental problems these people are literally out of their mind. Um, here's what I think is at play here, Roger. I think they've gone all in on Iowa. We talked about this yesterday. Iowa was their everything. And like you said, they said they were going to win. And damn those polls, you know, Trump's not ahead and, and, and they're going to walk away with the state. Well, it didn't happen. It did not happen. So, uh, you know, they looked at it like, OK, well, we came in second place. If we look at New Hampshire, we're in third place. And really, like there's candidates that are polling above them that aren't even in the race anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, they're 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 I mean, they're they're third by relegation almost. So, you know, you, you keep going down the list, Nevada, South Carolina, they don't have a chance in any of these states. So it looked to me like, hey, uh, you know, we've put all this 
millions of dollars into this campaign and second place in Iowa is probably the best we're going to get. So let's have our big celebration now. And that's what it looks like. I think he's going to be out of the race relatively quickly. Um, and, and we both know he's past the deadline where he's going to have to be on the ballot here in Florida. And as somebody who has been here and watched the state kind of go downhill more and more as his presidential campaign continues and Florida has been kind of abandoned, I cannot wait to see him lose the state of Florida by at least 50 points, maybe even 60. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been pretty open about the fact that I really believe that their plan B uh, is a candidacy by Casey DeSantis for governor. Remember, mm -hmm. in Florida, we have a two-term limit. Uh, he's in his second term. He cannot run again. Uh, very shrewd move uh, by Senator Marco Rubio, who endorsed President Donald Trump uh, on the day of the caucuses, kind of got lost, did not get the media coverage I think it deserved. I mean, here's a guy who ran against Donald Trump, now strongly endorsing him. That means both U.S. senators from Florida, both Rick Scott uh, and uh, Marco Rubio, uh, have endorsed uh, Donald Trump as have a majority of our uh, Republican members of Congress, an overwhelming majority. And as you point out, Troy, uh, Ron is stuck on the ballot. There will be a March, I think it's March 15th, a primary in Florida, uh, which could be uh, an outright humiliation. Uh, if I were Ron DeSantis, uh, who's certainly not taking political advice from me, um, I, after I take my beating in New Hampshire, which he's going to take, I would endorse Donald Trump. Uh, and in that way, he could at least say that the results of that March primary are moot. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know that he's going to do this. Uh, I have, uh, uh, again, no rationale for his candidacy. Why is he running? Because America first needs a leader? We have a leader. That's Donald Trump. Uh, I think his entire candidacy was based on this premise that Trump is going to be ineligible because of some of these convictions. And there's no evidence uh, that that's going to happen either. Trump's not charged with insurrection, although it's clear the special counsel considered that. Uh, but that's the only charge that if he had a conviction for, uh, he would be ineligible to run. I think uh, that, that the president will win this ballot access issue in the U.S. Supreme Courts. Uh, I think that's uh, that should be a... I don't know the court, and I'm not a lawyer, but I can read. Uh, and I think uh, that there's, in the end, he will not be blocked from any ballot. I was asked the other night if I believe that states like Florida or others should block Joe Biden from the ballot. If you use the same flawed reasoning they use, you don't need a conviction. Well, I say, they said, well, Joe Biden is guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors. He took this money from Russia. He took this money from Ukraine. He took this money from uh, from Romania. He took this money from China. That's, in my opinion, a high crime. He should be barred from the ballot. I don't agree with that. I really don't. I'm for a free, fair, honest, democratic uh, uh, election. Uh, and uh, I think that uh, if Joe Biden or whoever they select to replace him, which I still believe is highly likely to happen, uh, should be uh, allowed to run. Robert, thoughts on that? Well, President Trump was acquitted of insurrection by the U.S. Senate. That's that's dispositive right there. So they have no no claim on that. They're still uh, working on presidential immunity at the Supreme Court. Um, I'm I'm happy to see um, the, you know we move moving into the next phases of the primary season. 
where there won't be Nikki Haley getting Democrats. It's going to be very hard to for, for Biden and others to manipulate the vote in against Donald Trump. They're all rigging it against Donald Trump. But with the, in by March 5th, it, you know, we have January 23rd for New Hampshire, a Trump victory there. South Carolina, Nevada caucuses, massive Trump victory. That, again, paper ballots hand counted in person with IDs, right? What's it's beautiful, right? That's a that's a pure Trump win right there. Perfect. So these two or three wins, then everybody else is gone. They're gone. This is DeSantis and, and Haley are irrelevant. We're pretty much uh, at the end of the road here. I want to thank my guest, Robert Bose, a uh, man who does great service to his country, uh, who is active in many states uh, to protect the America First movement. Uh, high-level appointee with the confidence of President Donald Trump. Robert, thank you so much for joining us yet again on the Stone Zone. Thank you. Uh, please please visit uh, electorsfund.com to help the 19 in Georgia and those in Michigan who have been falsely accused. It's a direct pass-through of Give, Send, Go. And then also we have a Give, Send, Go for a campaign recall Voss as a Give, Send, Go, and it's campaign as well. So please, thank you. And and your books, I'm going to get your books, Roger, the uh, the stonesrulesbook.com. That's a good, that sounds like a good one. Uh, we're going to try to get those two uh, websites up uh, when we prepare the show to air later today. Uh, Troy, a final comments on your part, and then we got to wrap it up. Uh, Robert, it was, it was an honor to meet you. It's an honor to be here, Roger, as always. And uh, as uh, as we go forward here, I think it's important for people to realize that uh, it's it's becoming impossible for the mainstream media to even discount the uh, political agility and, and, and accomplishments of President Trump in this primary as we go forward. As Roger stated yesterday, he's got the he's got he has all of the all of the pieces in place going forward to have a dominant primary run as robert pointed out it's over so i think uh, you know as we go forward here it's just going to be more of the same it's just more about reshuffling the bottom of the deck and and the establishment donors behind these candidates figuring out their next angle to try to attack trump all right we're going to have to leave it there uh, i'm roger stone once again once again i want to thank my guests uh, robert bose a trump administration <laughs> official uh in america first activist uh, Troy Smith, the editor-in-chief uh, of Rare.us. I'm Roger Stone. This is The Stone Zone. Please follow us at rumble.com slash Roger Stone. Rumble.com slash Roger Stone so you can catch every one of our shows. God bless you and Godspeed. Until tomorrow, I'm Roger Stone, and this has been The Stone Zone. Thank <laughs> you.